On page Kuf Samech Dalid, 164, six lines from the top. The word Amnam. <laughs> Just been speaking about a different interpretation and what the, what the sages say, besides the Yud referring to Chachma and the Tainig within Chachma, which is revealed to the Nishamis in Oilam Abba and Mashiach comes, and that's the Aliyah that they're experiencing even higher than Gan Eden when they were beforehand. Just as Yivashchina, now they're going to experience the Yud, the Gili of Tainig within Chachma, which is basically the um which is basically essential godly energy which is totally above the extension more external extension of that energy another interpretation of yud so first explain the whole idea of what all the so yud is the first letter of so what are the other four letters they all basically symbolize the stages of the chain of creation from the first symptom which is the yud that's the little dot the point referring to the symptom everything all of god's infinite energy condensed into one little point to leave room for another feeling of other existence and the hey the last day referring to the expansion of that energy into the ve- into the vessels of the world of Atsilas of the spheres of Atsilas um, <clears throat> so then we said that in, initially it arose in Hashem's will simple will to create all the worlds meaning that even in the infinite energy of Hashem before the Tzimtzum there was an Aliyah Saratzim for the worlds there was Hashem had a desire for the worlds um, and that's the level of Ratzin. And Ratzin also has within it, Hashem's will also has within it pleasure. Like the sages say on the verse, a shaykh of a mudishes, what does it mean, shaykh of? Also, of course, this is the world which Hashem's desired to create. That's the idea of the Ratzin and the Oinig within the infinite energy of Hashem, which is before the Tzimtzum, which is the whole reason for creation. Hashem's desire and the pleasure that he would have from creating that caused him to create, so to say, to, to create all the worlds being that it rose in Hashem's will, um, and therefore, and he has, therefore being, it's talking about will, within the will there is Oinik, because will is the external level of Kesser, and Oinik is the internal level of Kesser, Atik and Arich, they're interconnected, therefore within the will there is, there is pleasure. It also explains other places in Chassidus, that the whole idea when you have, a, the, the, the panemius of Ratzin is Tainug, what drives your desire for something is because you have an inner pleasure for that thing. So therefore, within Hashem's will for will for creation, for creating the worlds, so there must be a einig also. But this einig and this rotsin, this pleasure and will, um, <clears throat> they are were on an infinite level. Therefore, being that they are in, they are deriving from the infinite energy of Hashem, therefore it's impossible for, that from these levels should be creation of worlds. Even though we're speaking about specific d- defined levels of rotsin and einig, if the fact that we can talk about them means that they are defined, but they still have a trace of the infinity, of the unlimited essence of Hashem within them. Therefore, they cannot be the source of creation. The light is similar to the luminary, to the to the luminary, the source of the light, because its whole existence stems from that and comes from that. And if it wasn't for the luminary, there would be no light. So, therefore, they also have a feeling of infiniteness, of infinitude within them. Therefore, it can't be the source of finite worlds. Um, and therefore, there had to be a symptom, the initial symptom, which is hinted to in the yud, symbolized by the yud. Hashem's infinite energy should be contracted and concealed <clears throat> and it should draw out from that they should draw out from that in a limited, condensed, contracted energy which should now be on the same level to create limited worlds Five, six lines at the top Amnam, however but the way, there's different types of symptoms the way, the initial contraction diminishment of Hashem's infinite energy is that that the initial light of Hashem, meaning the infinite light of Hashem, is totally concealed now. 
the extent that it's left a place which is totally void of that revelation of that infinite energy of Hashem. Whereas other types of symptom is not such an intense symptom that still leaves a little bit of trace of that light of Hashem's of energy. But that, those types of symptoms after already after the initial symptom, which basically conceals totally Hashem's infinite energy in order to allow for a feeling of separateness and for allow for a finite limited creation then there's within that limited light of Hashem there's different gradations of it how much it's revealed how, how uh, and how let and you know however much it's revealed and how much it's concealed and that's all though however within a finite um, energy but the initial symptom is total total concealment of Hashem's infinite essential energy meaning that in order that it should be drawn out an external diminished ray of godliness that should be able to be the source of a limited world there first had to be a separation between the primus, the inner core and the chitzenius the outer layer within the infinite energy of Hashem itself that is before the initial the initial contraction concealment of that energy so basically first you have to have the um, in order to bring about a light which a, a divine energy which could be the source for a limited worlds, you have to first separate out this is the uh, separate out the panemius, the ur, the ur, the which is essential, which is too high for worlds to handle to receive, and then there is the within that urian safe before the symptom. There is also the potential for the chitzenistika ur, the more contracted, the more ur, which is already sort of say starting to go down to worlds, point to the worlds, and therefore has a source, a potential source for creation. So that has to be a separation, so to say, within the Eurydian safe before the Tzimtzum, between these two types of energy. And this is brought about, this Havdola, which allows for the drawing down of the Chitzenistika which can be a source of creation, that, that Havdola is basically brought about through the Tzimtzum, this initial contraction, concealing that infinite Panimistika which gives no room for separate existence. That the whole, Hashem's whole energy, this whole infinite energy is totally concealed now, therefore allowing for the drying out of the chitzenistic energy, which is a potential for creation. So now to explain this even more, this is uh, this idea of this Abdullah and this Tzimtzum, to explain this more, the concept is, in general, all the idea of the infinite energy of Hashem before the Tzimtzum, before the initial contraction, is not in the realm of having any relationship with worlds at all. Even though we're still talking about it's still talking about of the an infinite and the infinite energy of Hashem. It's just still just an energy of Hashem. It's not the, the infinite essence of Hashem. So even though we're still talking about an extension, so to say, from Hashem, nevertheless, this is still on the same level, so to say. It's comparable to the essence. And just like the actual source of Hashem, their source of the light, meaning Hashem's very essence, is not in the realm of these created worlds at all. So too, even this essential light, which is still just a light, but it's being that's essential, meaning it's connected back to Hashem's essence, also has no, is not in the realm of having any relationship with worlds at all. Even though it's still just an oyr, but the oyr is an oyr atzmi. It's an essential light, the primistika oyr, which is still always intimately connected with that essence. But nevertheless, within that light, the oyrin saif, the oyr atzmi, which is before the symptom, there is included within that the potential, 
there's also the Oyer Ashaycha the light of Hashem, the energy of Hashem, which does have a relationship, which can relate to the finite worlds. Potentially included within that is the Hashem's ability to relate to finite worlds, which is the external level of Hashem's energy. The internal is the light which is totally above creation. The external is now the light which has the energy of Hashem, which has potential to relate to created worlds. But how it is still with coal absorbed within the Union before the Timsum, it's not recognizable in and of itself at all. This it's totally it's totally coal, totally absorbed within the infinite energy of Hashem. And at that point, when the when the this external level, which does have a relationship, eventually a potential to to connect the worlds, but when that chitzenis is included within the area before the tzimtzum, there is no havdala yet. It has so much revelation of Hashem's infinite essence, uh, infinite energy, to the extent that even that chitzenis has no relationship with worlds at that point because it's overwhelmed by the revelation of the pinimis which it's totally interconnected with and absorbed in. But through the fact that the all of this infinite energy of Hashem is now concealed and becomes totally absorbed and included within the source of the light, meaning pulling back from being revealed, then it gave room, so to say, for this chitzenistika air, which has connection to the worlds, and separates it out from this primistika air, which has no relationship with worlds, through this initial tzimtzum. And then also, besides the fact that this initial symptom totally conceals this infinite energy of Hashem, giving room for the chitzenistika'ir to express itself and to have some room to, to, for the chitzenistika'ir to come out, besides that, the symptom also affects the chitzenistika'ir. The chitzenistika'ir now also becomes contracted, diminished in, in such a way, in such a fashion, that it should be able to be drawn out from the a more diminished, contracted divine energy which can be an actual source for worlds. Whereas the itself still is just the potential for having connection to worlds, it's, but it's too high. Therefore, you have to have, even from that chitzenistika'ir, being that it, it was an, an intimately connected with the chitzenistika'ir, it only has a potential to relate to worlds, but you still have to have a, even more of a contraction in that chitzenistika'ir to actually bring out a finite energy which can actually come to be a source for creation, an actual source. Let's get an analogy and to understand these abstract divine concepts. Like when a teacher who's on a totally incomparable level to the student, just like Hashem is obviously on an incomparable level to creation, when a teacher who's on such a high level, there's no comparison whatsoever to the student, is giving over, is teaching the student. When the teacher is understanding, intellectualizing, understanding this idea, the, the concept he's trying to give over to his student, but when he's understanding it to himself, when he's just thinking about the concept to himself without any relationship to the student at all, then the way he thinks about it is just going to be on the level of the brain of the of the intellectual capacity of the teacher, how he is to himself. It has no relationship at all, not in the realm at all of this student, because he's thinking about it just to himself, not with any thought of how am I going to give this over to the, to the student. Even though at that stage where he's just thinking about it to himself, there still is a potential included within that intellect. There is the potential for relationship with the with the student, meaning within that intellectual idea that the, the, the Rav is thinking about to himself, there is a level of that seichel which has a connection which can be relatable to the student. 
potentially, meaning the external level, the external layer, the lower layer of the seichel of the intellect of the teacher. Just like we were saying before about the Eidin Seif, the Chetzenis are in the Pneumis there. But at that stage where the Rav is just thinking of the concept to himself without any thought of this on the student and how he's going to give it over to the student, at that stage, all these parts of his intellect are totally mixed together and it's not recognizable at all. This level of his intellect, the external level of his intellect, which has a connection to the student, it's not recognizable, that level at all, from the panemius, from the intellect, how he understands it to himself. Um, even the Rav himself doesn't see the difference, because he's not trying to extrapolate that, that external level to relate it to the student at that point. He's just thinking about it, trying to understand it in himself. And if at that stage, before he separates it out, if he tries to give it over to the um, that intellectual concept to the, to the student, they'll be drawn down and be given over to the student. Also, the panemius, the inner core of the intellectual concept, which has no relationship to the student at all at that stage before he's tried to extrapolate the chitzenis from the panemius. And therefore, the, 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 the teacher must, he has to contract and conceal diminish his intellect, how he understands it within his own mind. Meaning that he has to totally conceal the revelation of his intellect, of the way he understands it, and himself has to totally conceal that, that it shouldn't shine in a revealed way at all. And through that symptom, that intense symptom, the total total concealment of the intensity of the way, the purity, the way he sees the seichel, through that, then it will become separated out to itself and it will become recognizable, the external layer, layer of that intellectual idea that is has a relationship and can be given over to the student. Only when he totally conceals and diminishes and totally conceals the way that he understands it in himself. And this is also the second stage that this symptom, this helim, also has an effect on the external layer, layer of his intellect, which potentially relates to the student. That it affects it in the sense that also the, the external layer, which until now was totally absorbed in the penis and therefore it was totally overwhelmed by that layer, should also become more concealed and... Um, uh, so also and it becomes now concealed from that external layer of his intellect the the light and the, the basically the pure understanding of the Rav how he is to himself and therefore becomes now separated out this is the Havdullah and now that which is left over after this intense concealment, um, now which is left over in the, the light of his intellect, which is possible to be revealed to the to the receiver, to the student, this leftover light, this leftover intellectual light, now becomes totally condensed and contracted in one essential, one seminal point, which includes all of his intellectual breadth and depth, but all now in a concealed way. So now he's concealed his whole intellect, found the point within that intellect which can relate to the student. And now, but there's this, right now, this stage, this point which can relate to the student is a seminal point, is a potential, has the whole potential of the whole intellect within it. But it's just like a seed, the guidance, the, the seed which has the whole potential of the tree within it, but now in a concealed way. 
This is the essential part of the light of the intellect, which has a relationship with the receiver, with the student, but still above being revealed to the actual student. So this is the level. Now he's separated out the chitzenistic level from the panemius, and he, it's all still in one essential point, and therefore not revealed yet to the student. He has to now extrapolate it out and develop it and bring it out from that essential point. And from that essential point, is drawn out afterwards, meaning after the Rav now takes that point and starts to bring out from it all the concepts, but now how it relates to the, to the student, from that essential point, there will be drawn out afterwards the the light of the intellect which is, which is revealed and relatable to the student. Um, which, is, which this part which is relatable to the student is just a diminished um, contracted ray trace from the etzema or from the essential light of the intellect which the Rav understood in his own mind which is now totally concealed and contracted and condensed within this essential point but it's still just a um, just an external ray but first, there has to be, before he gives over this, from this essential point to the student, first there has to be the reichav, the breadth. What does that mean? The, the, the fact that this teacher is now estimating within himself, the details within this intellectual, this, within, within this essential point of intellect, which he'll be able to explain to the um, student. So the reichav, he's now making a breath. He's taking this essential point and bringing out all the aspects of the point that he thinks that the, he could explain on the level of the student. So it's the reichav now bringing it out from this point to a little bit of a breadth to it, which, you know, which ideas can he explain to the student. Estimating within himself still what he can explain to the students. Then only after within himself he estimates what he can what he can give over to the student. Then there's actually draw down the light of the intellect. The actual giving over of the intellect to the student, which is in the analog they give the kav, which is the air which Hashem gives out after this tzimtzum. So basically, the whole idea of the mashal of the Rav is in order to give over this concept to the student, he has to totally conceal the way he understands it, meaning he has to forget almost about the way he understands it in order to put himself into the world, the, the, the perspective, the way that the student thinks. And then to find, after he finds, understands the way the student thinks, come back to his, his um, intellect and find that essential point which has the potential to the, for the student to understand. So it's to kind of step back from his way of thinking, of his way of understanding. So now, the, the analog above in godliness, now we understand the analog for this in the infinite energy of Hashem before the, this initial contraction, diminishment, concealment of Hashem's infinite energy. The general, the divine energy before the symptom is an essential energy, an essential light, which is on the similar level to the essence of Hashem, to Atmas Amoyer, to the source of the light. So all the levels of the energy, of the divine energy before the symptom are similar in the fact that they are very deeply connected to the Moyer, to the source of the light. Which is a 
a type of light which is totally separate and totally above having any relationship at all to be in the realms, the, the realm of having any relationship with, with limited worlds. So being um, the general air, not just the or, or even the the external levels of the light, before the Tzimtzum, become, being that it's totally overwhelmed by the huge revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem, in general, the light there is totally separate and is a Eir Atzmi, which is connected back to Hashem's essence, which is in the similar a similarity to the essence of the actual source of the light, which is a type of light which has no, which doesn't even start to have a relationship with worlds. Besides the fact that the air before the tzimtzum is ein soif, it has an aspect of infinitude to to it, being that it is intimately connected back to the moir. Like we said before, any light is similar to the luminary. So the, besides the fact that it has an infinitude to it, it's also a very internal light, meaning a very a light which is an energy which is very connected to Hashem's core essence, very, very sublime. Similar to the elevated state of Hashem, the essence of this, the source of light, Hashem's essence. What's the difference then between this Eir and the Mo'ir and the source of light, Hashem in His essence? The only difference it is from the essence of Hashem is the fact that it is not the essence. It's only a radiance an external ray from the essence of and therefore it has the possibility, the potential to be contracted and concealed. Whereas Hashem's very essence is any essence, Hashem's essence has is, it cannot can never be concealed. And like the source of light, Hashem's very essence is always in a revealed state, cannot be affected by any type of tzimtzum. So it, so to say, if you would look at it, so to say, they're very similar, the oir and the moir. And they both have an infinitude towards them, unlimited nature. But the, the big difference is, is this is just the Uyr. It's not the Ma'ir. It's not the Etzim. It's not the essence itself. And therefore, it has the ability, the potential to eventually be concealed. But this Uyr still, this radiance, this ray is still similar to the Etzim, to the Ma'ir, to the source of light. Therefore, the air is in a very, very elevated state, just similar to the elevated state of the essence of Hashem. And therefore, it also is not in the realm of having any relationship with worlds. When we call mocking, and nevertheless, still within this air, which is before the symptom, there is included there the air the which has a potential to have a relationship with worlds. So within this air before the symptom, there still is the potential for this air which has a shaykhist to worlds, with a connection to worlds, but the, but it's so overwhelmed by the revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem that it, that it cannot, doesn't have any expression at all. Therefore, when the conceal has to conceal that infinite energy in order to allow for that finite uh, which has a potential to connect to worlds to come out. So we can say that be, because the uyr that we're talking about here, the uyr before the tzimtzum, is just a uyr, I mean, it's just a ha'ara. It's just a external glimmer, a radiance, and not the etim itself, not the not the mo'ir, not the source of light. Um, therefore, yes, therefore it has different levels within that oir, meaning the more internal, uh, more deeper, higher level energy, and a lower, more external energy. Because if you, the fact that we could talk about two different levels within that oir must mean 
that it is not the essence, because within the essence, and kol etzem bilti mischalik, any essence does not have, you can have different ischalikos, different levels within the essence. That would be splitting it up into different levels, and that would be going against the whole idea of what the essence is. Hashem echod. Um, but in the ha'ara, I mean, it's only external ray, therefore it has it has a shaykhah of different levels, even though we're talking about how it is before the tzimtzum, therefore these levels are not recognizable yet. But there are different levels there. And this external level of the ayur, of Hashem's energy before the tzimtzum, is what, that is the level which has a relationship, a potential to have a relationship with worlds. The only thing is that before the tzimtzum, this external level of the ayur is not recognizable as, a, it's, as its own independent existence. Um, it's not recognizable as its own independent existence from the more internal um, higher level because at that level before the symptom they're totally overwhelmed by the revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem and therefore everything is included together with the total inclusiveness um, within that infinite energy everything pales in that in before that revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem before the infinite energy of Hashem everything is as, of not, is as nothing as it doesn't exist because everything is and totally nothing and bottled before it Therefore, not only is everything cold there, but it's also bottle um, uh, without any importance, and therefore everything is just iskalis, everything is just together there. Um, no, no one existence is higher than the other because everything is nothing compared to that level of the essence of Hashem's energy, the infinite energy of Hashem. But they both, the, both levels do exist there, but not in a uh, recognizable state. We'll stop there, two lines on the top of Kuf Samachay.